0: morning 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 yes we're back with another episode another rider today we're honored to have Rani in the house all the way from East London and she's been talking about her patisserie she's gonna tell us a story how she got started what motivates her and what her overall aim is so nice to have you here today thank you thank you so tell us why a patisserie
1: well it was actually a business that started through an uncle and he classed it as a patisserie but then when I got in there it was more a morning coffee shop, so and then I ended up introducing like my own food into there because I'm a chef, like born and bred through the family and that. Mm-hmm. So now it's actually turned into a breakfast place, a lunch place, an evening dinner place, a dessert place. So you can basically pick up anything from there now. <laughs>
0: What's the name of this place and where is it
1: located? Patisserie East, and it's 42 Whitechapel Road.
0: Oh, okay, that's good. Are you on social media?
1: Yes, we are, yeah.
0: Is it it the same name?
1: Yeah, same name as well, yes.
0: Do you want to spell that?
1: No. (laughs) I'm really bad at spelling, yeah. no, no,
0: we'll bypass that. (laughs) So what has been, tell us about your journey in setting up this patisserie. What have you found that you wish you knew, found out that you wish you knew when you started?
1: Well, I wish I knew a lot more about like patisserie itself, because patisserie in French means cakes, bakery exclusiveness but unfortunately it didn't start like that it started like pastries like croissants buns and stuff like that but then we wanted if it was my choice and i had opened it myself it would have had like the exclusiveness of of actually being a patisserie the standard of being a patisserie as well but i'm not a person who deals with bakery stuff. I prefer like the savoury, the meals, the breakfast and everything like that. And like I said at the beginning of the interview, like I'm born and bred, like I do my own catering from home. So that's where it started in the first place. Until an uncle asked me, he says, will you come and work for me and let's see what you can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. Little did he know that I knew nothing about patisserie cakes and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But here we are, so his patisserie has sort of like been pushed aside, despite the fact that we do sell cakes. Okay. But what ended up happening was we've changed it to something that's turned out a lot better now.
0: So it sounds like it's open nearly 24 hours kind of. Well, it?
1: It, well, it's open from 8 to 10.30. Okay. But, but the workers don't stop because chefs don't stop working, they still don't need to do their prep work and deliveries and delivery and everything you know what there's just so much to do you'd be surprised
0: How do you find work with the authorities as obviously you've got to deal with delivery all those home deliveries and then you've also got to deal with the everyday of the hygiene of the local authority how's that? It
1: is a lot of work I'm telling you there's a lot of hours that actually go in people think just because the shop is closed and that's the end of the day for the workers it isn't the cleansiness has to be five-star, the communication with your, with your staff it has to be on point. You know, you've got to have a very good team that is working like alongside with you. You cannot disrespect them in any kind of way. You've got to love them and nurture them, right? And for them to enjoy the job that they are doing, they really have to enjoy and be passionate about what they do.
0: Okay, that's good. Is there any time where you just feel like throwing in the towel? And if so, how do you overcome that?
1: There was like one occasion, like the, the customer just was not happy with the standard of the food, complained about, oh, it wasn't cooked properly. The chicken was raw inside, yet he demolished the whole plate of food. And then his complaint was that the cup was dirty, but there was nothing wrong with the cup when I checked it. And I was thinking he was just trying to get away with not paying for the food. So I said to the customer, I said, if you are that dissatisfied with the service that you got today, please leave the shop and don't return. So he looked at me in a way and he went, you're a very hard person to try and bypass. And I says, but the thing is, this I'm compassionate about keeping my customers happy and that if you are not happy i'm going to try everything which is above and beyond to make a customer happy especially because they will come back with the service that i'm providing for them but he just wasn't having it he just he just had something to complain about and i could see that he was actually scanning the room to complain about something else and then when i asked him to leave the premises he says i was only testing the patience that you have and, and I got really annoyed and I says please you know what I'm not asking you to leave the shop now I'm actually telling you because if you don't leave I will throw you out and you are one very arrogant customer that I've had that has walked into this place in the last year last three years since we've been open and You know what? I won't tolerate like you being the way that you are and other customers were actually watching And it's not nice to have a shop full of customers and then you have one dissatisfied customer that is going to put you down and your premises and your food and etc.
0: What's the attitude of the other customers?
1: They just couldn't believe it because they were my regular customers. Every morning they would come in. Coffee, breakfast, you know what, just to sit down, do their work, do some of their studies and stuff and they were like ronnie honestly like when he did leave they were going we are so proud how you stood your ground because we can see the strong person that you actually are and at first i sort of like quivered like within myself to think am i actually answering him back in the way that i just did because that's not me okay that isn't me i'm just sweet and innocent and i get on with the day with a <laughs> smile on my face <laughs>
0: But you, even the way you speak with a certain thing of authority So I believe you've got it What my old sergeant used to say I've got it in my locker I just don't like to just use it Just don't
1: like to use it, no yeah. So he never came back And I did see him on the street one day And he walked literally straight past me And I says good morning And he just looked at me And he put his head down and walked off
0: And he felt embarrassed Yeah yeah.
1: and I thought you know what life's too short to be holding grudges yeah. if you think that my service was not good enough then I'm sure you can find somewhere else to go and mm-hmm. take your arrogance with you as well
0: <laughs> what does the future hold for Ronnie?
1: I'm hoping that the shop will build up um, a little bit more and hopefully maybe a, a franchise
0: okay if you had had the business yourself from the start yeah what would you have done differently
1: I would have catered more for the younger generation. to For the younger generation of today, like the uni students, college students, especially people who cannot afford to even eat a meal a day.
0: Okay. Is that the, because of, there's a good business angle there or is it charitable?
1: It's yeah. charitable to a point, but it's also giving people confidence that you know something that they've got somewhere to come that they're not on their own right Mm -hmm. and the fact that they can socialize with people who don't belittle them because they are of a lower standard Mm -hmm. because you see that in the community you see people who have got it all but yet won't think about somebody who's your neighbor and has nothing And I would have liked to have implemented that into the actual shop that, you know, that we would have had standard meals or something that they could come in and spend five pound and be happy about it and not think that, you know what, they're not going to get a meal today.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I would love to have done that.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to get another chance when you open your branch, depending on the the demographics. yeah. Because if you open up in Chelsea, I'm sure you won't have to worry
1: about that problem. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no, no, who we what will we?
0: <laughs> so
1: just remind us where can we find you again? Patisserie East on 42 Whitechapel Road. Okay, and what did you used to do before all of this? I'm a mum of six. Oh, okay. I'm a mum of six, but my, all my children are grown up, so this is why I'm living my life a little bit now. I've worked in many places. I've worked for French Connection, I've worked in office blocks, I've worked for my father. He used to be a market trader so i've had trade through the family you know and then he had a knitting factory as well so i've, I've done quite a f- few things in my life
0: you come from a very entrepreneurial family yes
1: yeah definitely definitely mm.
0: is that how you groom your children to be entrepreneurial or they yes the- i
1: mean my children they went in different directions they never went into the catering business they were they're willing to help but it's not for them so i have a daughter who's a nurse i have a daughter who's who does forensics. Okay. i have a son who runs his own business what um, business kind of business he's doing insurance business and that okay i have another daughter who's a safeguarding teacher my smallest son he's just finished his uni he was doing computer science uh-huh. so and i've got another daughter who is a youth worker so she works with the youths in the the colleges and stuff so they've all sort of like branched out in their own direction which i'm happy about because it's their choice. Mm-hmm. It's their choice. And they weren't. You know, you get some families where you sort of like want people to sort of like just carry on with the business. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I didn't want that for my children. I wanted my children to have something that they wanted to do in their lives.
0: Yeah, because I suppose that's the trick of the thing, isn't it? Yeah. You have to, If you love what you do, you'll put your heart into it. So that's right, if yeah. you, you Definitely. love cooking and all of that, then, yeah, it will always work out.
1: Well, thanks a lot for that. No problem. Thank you. Um, Th- and we wish you well. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.